0: Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kepler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace.
1: Hey, yeah, thanks for coming along with us. It's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski with Mike Kepler. Growing in grace and uh, asking the listener to just bear with us because uh, all that we have to share is good news this week. It's just it's just one of those real- sad realities. All we have is good news for you. Oh, like yeah, we do every week.
0: <laughs> well, if you want the bad news, Joel, just <laughs> either turn on the TV or <laughs> are, in some cases you'll have to go to church to get there are,
1: that. There are plenty of sources of that, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, we hope to uh, brighten your day with uh, a little dose of the, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not our gospel. Uh, it's not something that, you know, we're not trying to uh, come up with something, uh, you know, come up with all these spins to try to, just to help you feel better. But we believe this is the gospel. And hey, uh, by the way, you can find all of our past episodes of Growing in Grace at org. Also connect with us at, uh, at Graceroots on Twitter, uh, on Facebook at Grace Roots and then uh, com slash Grace Roots uh, we're all over the place well I'm not on Instagram I guess we're not on Pinterest uh, we need to get on some of those things I suppose but I'm halfway there let's put it that way
0: living on a prayer
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> whoa <laughs> we're halfway there yeah we don't that singing is not what we do here <laughs> no no, you 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 can sing though, can't you? I've done it before. I used to sing in church, and uh, you know, it was one of those things I liked doing it, but I got so nervous whenever I did that. But uh, it was just one of those things. I haven't done that for a long time.
0: Well, I haven't either. Longer than you because I was about five years old <laughs> when I stopped singing. But my, my dad my dad used to put me in front of people. Oh, um, sometimes you know, dozens and dozens of people because I, I had. I, I guess at the age of four, I had something like 40 songs that I knew wow. and um, not necessarily uh, songs from the radio and that, just old songs that my dad taught me. He played the piano and, and uh, I would sing. And and I, I'm, I'm like you, I, I got to the point where I just didn't like those people looking at me
1: <laughs>
0: and I stopped and they could never figure out why I stopped. And I'm not sure either. Cause I mean, my dad was even trying to Talk about getting me like on the Ed Sullivan show or something. Oh wow. hey, or Johnny Carson <laughs> you and or something Elvis. like that. And I, I, think that scared the uh, the daylights out of me. So I, I backed off. And somewhere along the way, probably after my voice changed, I, I can't carry a tune.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's I don't know. There's a lot of people I think that that can sing really, really well. And uh, it's um, they're a little bit uh, introverted or. Or whatever, and uh, they're they're just withholding their gift from the world. Don't I need to repent Do of it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Though I'm an introvert, and I've withheld a lot of stuff that I could do outwardly. But anyway, yeah, repent, repent. We got some more repentance
0: talk today to do to do today. Yeah. Yeah, the end is near. We've only got about 10 minutes is what I mean by that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, this is a subject that when you look at the word repent in English, it means one thing, but when you look at it in the Greek... And we're going to get all Greek on you here today. Not really. But um, when you look at it in the biblical language, in the language that it was originally written in, it takes on a whole different meaning, and, and it and it's really is a good thing. It's, you know, repenting ends up being a good thing, not a hard thing to do. Repenting is hard for religious, performance-based people, let's put it that way. So we'll talk a little bit about that today.
0: Well, I know, because uh, you know, people kind of stuck in religious bondage, legalism or at least certain forms of it, they'll, they'll look at us with this radical grace message that what they view as radical, perhaps, as if Jesus wasn't radical, right? <laughs> uh, they'll look at this and they'll say, you know, you guys don't talk that much about repentance. Well, we, we really do. It's just you, your understanding of it is, is going to be a bit different, perhaps, than, than what we see repentance as being. Because when Jesus came to Israel, remember his message was for Israel. He was ministering under the old covenant and he was telling these people you need to repent well that literally means to change your mind it means to have a a different way of thinking and uh, change their mind from what well obviously it would be to turn from what they had been doing for centuries and then turn to something else what were they doing they were trying to establish their own righteousness through works works of the law Mm -hmm. uh, and failing of course Uh, and what they needed to do was change their mind turn from that change their thinking, and turn to a, a new way of thinking, which would be to trust in Christ, who would be the end of the law for righteousness to all who would believe on him. And um, so when, so you know, this thing about it's just, it's just a change of mind. And generally, what we're talking about even today, it especially would, would have applied for Israel, but it also applies today because people have been stuck in this legalistic mentality of thinking that they need to behave and perform in a certain way in order to either attain or maintain uh, acceptance and relationship with god or even justification sanctification all those things so we we turn from that way of thinking trying to establish ourselves and turn to change our thinking and turn to trusting in christ alone and what he did instead of what we do that that's that's what repentance is it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's, you know it's breaking apart from dead works i mean that that's a foundational ministry of the gospel It's found in in the book of hebrews uh repentance from dead works
1: yeah and uh just to get all greek on you just for a little bit you know just shortly here here's um i'm at studylight.org and uh looking at the, the greek words for repentance and repent here's uh, one of them
0: metanoeo <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> that's metanoe. Well, I, he said it better. Let, 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 let him say it again. Metanoeo. Yeah, okay. And then there's...
0: Metanoia.
1: Okay, so those are the Greek words for repent and repentance. One, of course, is a verb, and one is a noun. Anyway, the, verb, the noun means a change of mind, as it appears to one who repents. A change of mind. And then uh, repentance Uh, or or to repent the verb is to change one's mind so either way we're looking at changing the mind that's all that the word means in and of itself Uh, and then it needs context in order to understand what you're supposed to change your mind about and that's what you were talking about cap when Jesus said repent and believe the good news change your mind he was asking them to change their mind what had their mindset been well Romans 10 talks about how they Israel were ignorant of God's righteousness uh, seeking to establish it through the works of the law that's what their mindset was I can be righteous before God by keeping the law by what I do that's not good news because as we find out in the book of Hebrews those people who thought that they could be righteous by keeping the law they failed and and so that covenant failed the old covenant failed because of the people they could not keep their part and so jesus is saying repent change your mind and believe the good news well what's the good news again we find out in the book of romans in the book in uh, chapter 3 the good news (laughs) and and in in chapter 1 too the good news is god's righteousness given as a gift it's something that we can't earn through our own law-keeping, through our own trying to do a certain amount of good works. It's something that we can't do, but God's righteousness can only come to us as a gift. And so you used, I think you uh, used that word, dead works. Dead works are a matter of us trying to, through our own performance, through our own keeping of commandments, through our own keeping of God's law, through our own trying to be good in front of God. That's dead works, In or- if we're doing that in order to earn favor with him, to earn salvation. Uh, now, it's okay to do good things, <laughs> of course. Uh, we were saved by grace, and part, part of the fruit of that is good works. But if we're doing those good works in order to earn something from God, that's dead works, and we need to repent
0: of that. Yeah, and see, under the first covenant, when, when God said, turn from your wicked works, that's what the old covenant was. But it, it, was, it was a curse, you see, because it, it was constantly repeated, trying to turn from their wicked works. It was, it was all dependent upon them, you see. That was part of their job, was to uphold their end of the covenant by doing everything that was in it. Every command, every rule, every statute, it was it, they had to follow them all. And, of course, nobody could do it. So they kept arriving back at the same place again, at a place where they would have sorrow uh, and, and regret and animal sacrifices and seeking the face of God all over again, asking for forgiveness all over again. And this this just kept repeating itself. It was a curse. Mm-hmm. And there could be temporary healing of the land or whatever, but it was temporary. That's just the way it was under the first covenant. They had sorrow, they consoled themselves, the blood of bulls and goats, which couldn't take away sin. Remember the rich young ruler, how he came to Jesus and he said, hey, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Um, and again, right away we we've got a problem what must i do to inherit you, you don't do to inherit you you're born into it but jesus answered him uh he answered the the uh his his answer was based on how the question was phrased it was a it was a law-based question what must i do jesus answered it that way he said well you know the commandments do this do that do the other thing and and the young ruler says well hey cool i've done all that since my youth right uh Jesus said, oh, I mean, there's one other thing you lack. Sell everything you've got and give it to the poor. He walked away sorrowful. That's what happened under the Old Covenant. Uh, Why? Because he had tried to earn eternal life through the works of the law. In order to reach that destination of eternal life that he desired, he would need to repent, have a change of mind, and turn from that endeavor of trying to establish himself with God through his works. You see, sorrows, apologies, confessions, that isn't what brings forgiveness. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. He bore our griefs. He carried away our sorrows.
1: Yes, you know um, one thing. Uh, you know to point out here then between you know the difference between the two covenants. Just to sum up everything here in, in regards to uh, repentance, the old covenant uh, in, under the old covenant forgiveness was temporary. Under the new covenant, forgiveness is permanent. Under the old covenant. Uh, the blood of bulls and goats, uh, the seeking of God's face in order to be forgiven. That had to be repeated over and over and over again. Under the new covenant, once for all, the blood of Jesus was shed. And that provided everything that we need permanently. So temporary forgiveness under the old repeatedly seeking god's face and 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 crying out for mercy and crying out for god to forgive them um under the new covenant once and for all forgiveness and so what we need to repent of what what people need to repent of see you know the the christian church of today believers don't need to go through this repentance process because they have already received what was accomplished through the blood of jesus But what people need to repent of is this thinking, this idea that they need to do all this stuff over and over and over again. So in other words, what it should be is that in Christ, it's all done. We don't keep going back for forgiveness. (laughs) But if you are, if you're doing that, going back over and over again, that's a good thing to change your mind about that. Because the blood of Jesus Christ was shed once and for all, and you're covered uh, you are your sin is not just covered, but it's taken away now and forever.
0: This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.